And <laughs> Susan says, yeah, the other us. All right. So she's got an 83-year-old woman inside her. I'm sorry. There's a lot of laughter in my head. Welcome to Pivot. Pivot. A friend's podcast with Whitney and Brianna. Pivot. Pivot. Pivot, Whitney. Pivot. Okay. Today, we are discussing episode 35, the one with the lesbian wedding. This is episode 11 of season two. We are moving quite along, my friend. Nice. I'm, I was looking at the guide earlier, and we have some really great episodes coming up. I love it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I can't wait. We we mentioned this a couple of episodes ago that Friends is really hitting its stride. Yes, it's really just funny. Cruising like on the, the funny. The really, like, they start coming into like their um, <clears throat> their little catchphrases, I guess you can say. Uh, the really quotable lines that kind of stuff. So it'll, it'll be fun. Before I ask our trivia questions, what are you sipping on, ma'am? I have my Dilly Joel. Oh, it's, you, it's your a, pickle beer. Yeah, pickle beer. Oklahoma brewed. There you go. So, yeah. Drink local. Exactly. And what about you? I've got my fabulous Topo Chico lime flavored mineral water. Yes. All right. I kind of have two drinks. So that is what I had with my two spring rolls, which is what ended up being my dinner. Mm-hmm. And I'm also working on a pumpkin spice <laughs> latte from Dunkin Donuts. Nice. My little boy was very sad that his swimming classes were canceled today because of the torrentious rain. And oh. uh, so I took them for donuts and I was like, hey, I'm going to need some caffeine because I've been up since 4.30 a.m. today. Yes, you deserve that. This is actually like my third cup of coffee. I had two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> one at 4.30 in the morning and then one at like 11, 10.30. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this little pick me up for the afternoon. Don't worry. I'll still be able to fall asleep <laughs> because it's been a long day, but let's yes. get to our trivia questions. So question number one, Mr. Edelman tells Phoebe his deceased wife, Rose wanted to do two things before she died. Name those two things. And question number two, Rachel's mom visits and she is ready to live la vida loca. <laughs> she asks about doing something she's never done before. <laughs> what is it? And then question number three is a fill in the blank. Chandler says, the world is my mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> those are two words that are missing there blank blank Chandler says the world is my blank blank haha <laughs> Chandler B. Uh, I know he's got some good lines in this one Chandler always has good lines I know he never disappoints oh look <laughs> cried Ned <laughs> 
a lonely gray couch. Rachel is there. I don't think we'll ever not say that. Oh my, we totally brought that back. I had forgotten about that greatness. Oh my goodness. It's a yeah. good thing we're doing this pivot podcast right? for the world. Yes. So cold open. Take us there, Whitney. Um, so it's Carol, Susan, and Ross are in Ross's apartment. I guess he had um, maybe his weekend with Ben and uh, they're there. They are there to pick Ben up. Um, you know, they're chatting about what they did and how Ben was. And um, before they go, Susan kind of <clears throat> to Carol, Carol tells Ross that uh, they have some news and their news is no, wait, wait. Oh, she says this may not be a direct quote, oh, but she yeah, says, yeah. yeah, she says, um, I, I have some news about us. And Ross says, like, you and me, us, and oh, yes, because it's Susan's dry delivery. I totally forgot about that. But anyways, so Carol says, no, it's me and Susan, us. And <laughs> Susan says, yeah, the other us. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so funny that, to me. I know. And the way he's like, <laughs> she just says, she has great delivery. It's like, she doesn't really say much. But when she does, it like her delivery is fantastic. It's a powerful punch. Yes, for Susan real. Susan and Ross always have this, you know, and it's perfect. Just like if it was, yeah, if it was somebody who is now married to your ex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. I hate that guy. It's just always like, they're not BFFs. No, they probably they're never always- will be. Yes, but, and it goes through the whole series. It's just but funny. They just try to exist because, you know, Carol and Ross will always be in each other's lives because of Ben. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just like any but other. We, we've family. we've like, seen them come together. You know, when they named Ben, when they got mm-hmm. stuck and everything. You know, they bonded, but it doesn't mean we're skipping off. You know holding hands in the, into the clouds. <laughs> so no. Susan's always got those zingers. She does. <laughs> and this made she me does. laugh and so hard. The other Ross has some, S. the other us. <laughs> yeah. Like Ross always has some zingers of his own too. Like they always, there's a back and forth between them for sure. Fun but, of the zingers. Yeah. So the news is, about the other ass uh, is they like Carol and Susan are getting married and Ross kind of starts fumbling around a little bit. Like you didn't see that one coming. They just really starts packing the rest of the stuff up. He's folding this chair and like, he's, you know, Carol, he would, really love it if you could come but if you don't we completely completely understand understand. 
Uh, and he's like, no, why wouldn't I come? I had fun at the last wedding, <laughs> you know? And he's like, tell her like how happy he is for him, but it doesn't sound all that convincing. Yeah. You know, he's, then, not, he's like, uh, why shouldn't you know, I be happy for you? Yeah. And then he like clamps his thumb or his finger or something in this chair that he's folding up. Folding up chair. Yeah. And he just kind of goes, mm. and he pinched his finger. And Susan. you have like Susan asks, um, did you, did you just like, what did she say? Like, she's like, do you want us finger. to go? No, that's it. That was Carol. Carol, but, oh, like, my bad. Su- Susan, Susan, like, mentions the fact that you just, you know, is your finger caught? Did you yes. just catch your finger? And, he and had, mm-hmm. he's like, mm hmm. And Carol's like, Okay, so we should go. And he's like, mm-hmm. So he can cry and scream like a baby because he totally yeah. pinched his finger. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. It goes into the theme song. Like, that's the quick, it's a quick cold open. It, yeah, it's quick cold open, but it really sets up the rest of the episode because um, it tells it, us what it's going it, to be about. The whole episode mainly is Carol and Susan's wedding and everything that goes along with it. Yeah, everybody has a piece in it or it comes together and not necessarily Monica's in there. She gets involved in the actual wedding and then other people, you know, go to the wedding. So let's let's see how this all comes together. So for the yeah, yeah, just uh, for the first scene. Oh, were you going to say something else? Oh, okay. that's what you're going to say. I was just going to go into the first scene. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, Monica and Rachel's apartment, and they're waiting for Joey to appear on Duel Days of Our Lives. Uh, yeah, it's the first time he's gonna be on the show because remember last time he got the the audition, yeah, he was going for the cab driver, uh, caught the eye of the casting director. Did a little something, something, and ended up with an even bigger part of Dr. Drake Remore. Recurring in at least four episodes. Yeah, so here it is. He's going to be on the show, and he's explaining to people, like, one of them sees the actress on there, makes a comment about her, and I think like, maybe Chandler says, yes. <laughs> and he's all, oh, yeah, and she's real nice, too. You know, she explained to me about smell the fart acting. Yeah. They're all like, uh, you said what? like play into the like play into the camera and then smell the foreign acting. Yeah. Like They're that like, was really funny. What are you talking about? And he explains, well, sometimes you have so many lines to memorize and soap opera acting, which Joey will teach in sure. the future. You know, I'm they scared. do. They're they're constant. They really don't have a whole lot of time to memorize their lines. So he's explaining. You've got so many lines to learn. Sometimes you need a second to recall them. And he goes, so you stare intently. And almost like you're smelling something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like, take kind of a, a, like a dramatic pause, you know, just while you're getting the next line in your brain. And so he shows them, like while he's sitting on the coffee table, like, and they're all gathered around. And then you see him, he's like, oh, oh, here's my scene, here's my scene. And then <laughs> you actually see him doing that 
in the scene, that same thing. And they're like, ah, he's all pointing to himself on the TV, like thumbs up in and like nodding his head really fast up and down. Big cheese. Like, look, I'm doing it. I'm doing the smell the fart acting. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's so great. Oh my goodness. Man, I mean, this is like big deal for him. Yes. I mean, he finally gets to see himself on TV and we get to see him as Dr. Drake Ramore. Yep. Big time star. And he told everybody that he was thinking about, you know, how these are the days of our lives. (laughs) So during all of this uh, or right after this, Phoebe comes in. Oh, wait, we need to go back real quick before they're looking, watching days of our lives. Cause this is where Monica comes in. Like, Monica's on the phone with somebody and they're in the living room watching days of our lives. She comes in and she says, yes. And then that's when she says that Carol and Susan's caterer, um, I don't know. had an accident. I forgot what it was, but I think it was like a skiing accident and is now in a full body body cast. cast. And then like the three guys are like, yes you know like okay like yeah like why the reaction doesn't sound good but you're excited so so we're excited now monica is going to cater carol and susan's wedding and she's asking ross oh oh gosh is this going to be a problem for you and he's like would it matter and she's (laughs) like oh thank you and like anyways so yeah that's where another little part of the wedding comes in is Monica is going to cater the wedding. And Joey is like, so you're really not going to go all in this, you know, after he tells Monica, does it even matter? You know, she's like, Oh, thank you. And Joey's like, you're really not going to go or Joey or Chandler. They're like, you're really not going to go. And he's like, Mm -hmm. no, she's my ex wife. If you were married, if she were marrying a guy, you wouldn't be expecting me to go to that either. Why well, would that's this true. be any different? I agree yeah. with Ross. I agree. I, I totally. I mean, it doesn't matter who she's marrying. It's still your ex marrying somebody else. Yeah. Like, I was like, I, that's a good point, Ross. Yeah. I mean, just, I agree. Just because she's now a lesbian, he's supposed to be all supportive. No, he was in love with her. Like, we've talked about that before. You don't just turn it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> when you just said that about lesbian reminded me what joey says right afterwards and he's like if she were if she were marrying a guy she'd be the worst lesbian, worst lesbian ever, ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> stupid mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, forgot about that line that's funny it was funny though <laughs> it was it was funny and then chandler and ross they leave they mm-hmm. leave after this then Phoebe comes in. Yes. Well, they open the door and she's standing in the door. Like she's just standing in the hall in front of the door. And they're like, well, hey, Phoebes. And she's like, oh, uh, she's kind of in shock. She just kind of mumbles, mumbles something. Walks yeah. in barely. Yeah. And they're asking like, well, what's going on? And then she informs everybody that you know, her massage client had died on her table. Yeah, during the massage. During the massage. And I, I kind of, I like this 
this part though too because like when she's talking about her she's like well she was you know like what 87 years old i think is what the age you know 80 she was 87 years old and you know uh but it's just it's just kind of sad because it's like you know, she probably woke up this morning and it was like, okay, so I'll eat a little breakfast and go for my walk and, you know, go get my massage. But little did she know that, you know, God's going, okay, but that's it. <laughs> yes. But and that's course, it. <laughs> and of course she has great delivery. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it like she does. I, I don't I know if you either. can, but it's so funny. But, she, she's like, but, but little, little did she know that God's probably going, you know, but, but that's it. Yeah, she kind of like speeds stuff up and it cuts it off. She did the same thing when she was talking to Duncan. And oh, yeah. She does that. She kind of says it really quickly and then cuts it off. I and mean, you think you know somebody and you wake up one day and they're like, oh, I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah. And so yes. she kind of does it here again. And, <sighs> you know. But that's it. Yeah. And, and go for a walk and get my massage. Okay, but that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. That was funny. Her delivery is always so good. Oh, look, I wrote down the actual age. 83. Oh, 83. Okay, but sorry. Um, do you want to go on and tell us about Mrs. Edelman? That's the name of her massage client that passed away. Yes, Mrs. Edelman. She goes, okay, but that's not the weird part. The weird part is not the fact that, you know, she just had an 83-year-old woman die on her table. Uh, the weird part is um, she... Phoebe was cleansing her aura <laughs> this time. She, at the time that Mrs. Edelman had passed, she was cleansing the aura. And then she says, uh, but I don't think her spirit got that far. And the, they're like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I think she's in me. And then everyone's kind of took a step back. <laughs> <laughs> they moved away all right so she's got an 83 year old woman inside her oh, baby. so this is another little storyline for us and oh it's great and it's not the first time that someone or something will be inhabited by another spirit around miss phoebe hey haven't, <laughs> we, haven't we already talked about one no, I'm thinking of a particular one that involves an oh. animal in the future. Yeah, well, I was thinking whenever uh, the little yellow pencils from. <gasps> See, I told yeah. you there's there's a few times. Yep. 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 So, oh, yes, we talked about the pencil, the yellow pencil. Her friend yeah. Debbie. Her friend Debbie, who got who struck, struck by lightning. By lightning. <laughs> On a miniature golf course. Yes. I said so, golf. I can't even oh, well. talk. That was funny. <laughs> she doesn't believe that the pencil is Debbie or that Debbie's in the pencil. Okay. It's she's just reminded of Debbie. Okay. But I was with you. She's just reminded of Debbie. So yes, Mrs. Edelman is now inside a Phoebe. And, you know, you can stop me. Uh, you know, I've got my notes all when we can go back and forth. That's fine. Cause the episodes yeah. all back and forth everywhere. Um, it is. <laughs> Phoebe, I'm taking us out of Monica's apartment and to Central Park. Everybody's sitting on the couch and <laughs> Phoebe has called Mr. Edelman <laughs> and has asked him if his wife 
had any unfinished business. And she explained to him and, you know, like there's some um, sticky parts in television. You know, they don't always have time to respond to everything like you would in real life because it would just take way too long. Mm -hmm. And they just want to get something in there and we need to move on. And everybody just needs to believe this to, for the story to work. So I do like how she tells Mr. Edelman, you know, I think that your wife's spirit is in me. And he's like, what? (laughs) And I think they get through this whole thing. Um, Because he could have so many different reactions, like you're a crazy person, you're insane, or I don't believe in that, or yes, I believe in that, and I've got to be super involved with you, like whatever. But I really like how Phoebe is always very respectful of anybody who's going to think differently from her. She's not going to make it a big deal. No, She just goes, you don't have to believe, believe me, but did she have any unfinished business that you can think of or that you know of? And I was like, you know what? That's like a really smart way to let's move this along. Right. That's what I thought. No, I I actually noticed that today, whenever she, uh, whenever I was watching it and I picked up on that, I was like, she actually tells him like, yeah, you don't have mm -hmm. to believe me. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's obviously feeling this way. She feels that this is what happened he doesn't have to like go along with it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. She was just basically asking a question. Yeah. And so I was like, that's really good. It keeps the episode moving and you don't have to work a work with which way is Mr. Edelman going to go, but he ends up telling her, well, when she was alive, she always said that before she died, she wanted to see everything. Phoebe's like, oh, (laughs) that's a lot of things. (laughs) Yes. Now, remember, the whole gang is there. They're all sitting around. Oh, and the actor that plays Mr. Edelman, I don't know his name. I don't know who he is, but he's super familiar to me, especially back then. I was like, hey, it's that guy that I've seen before. He's super old. He's super old in the episode. He's super short, skinny. He's got like this big oversized coat on him. He looks so cute. He's got like three hairs on his head. And Phoebe's (laughs) just towering over him. And he's, this is like my funniest moment for the show. (laughs) I might have a second one, but this one is pretty much like number one for me. He goes, oh, yeah, one more thing. Um, Before she died, I know she wanted to sleep with me one more time. (laughs) And the guys, they all kind of look at each other like, oh, Rachel is not impressed. I noticed her (laughs) facial expression did not change. Monica kind of raised her eyebrows. So did the other guys kind of like look at each other like, oh, man, the balls on that old dude I know I was thinking totally went for it the guys that they their expressions cracked me up because it was like they really did they were like dude you know (laughs) because it really was like one of those moments they're like he went for it like 
it was, it was almost like respect, you know? <laughs> yes. And then finally, Phoebe kind of starts smiling and nodding kind of up and down. And she goes, because there was a pause and she goes, I'm sorry. There's a lot of laughter in my head. Uh-huh. I like how he actually then turned to Joey. and <laughs> was like, I had to go for it, right? <laughs> worth a shot. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, worth the shot. Oh and my Joey gosh. was like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, especially Joey out of all of them, he would be like, yeah. well, yeah, I understand that one. Worth a shot. I, know. I thought that, that was, was funny. So, that was it was so funny. Joey. That was like, that was perfect. Oh my gosh, that little old man was so funny. Oh, his name is Phil Leeds, by the way. Oh, so I don't funny. know what all he's been in, but yeah, he looked familiar, but moving on. Take us yeah. elsewhere, Whitney. Oh, okay. So, oh, oh during yes. this time, actually, is before she meets with Adelman. Before him? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's before. But Rachel's mom comes to visit. So and shows is, up at Central Perk, too, right? That's what you meant yes. before Mr. Yes. Adelman she, walked in? She did first. She, mm, she comes to, uh, like, Central Perk. not Monica Rachel is very like nervous to see her because she doesn't know how um like she's gonna really react to her being a waitress and not actually just a waitress yeah just a waitress um not living like being married and living with Barry and yeah life isn't turning out how having having the security and whatever else so but it's like the complete opposite like her mom walks into the central park um it's marlo thomas and uh like she just gives rachel a big hug they're excited to see each other and then she's like kind of bragging on her on her daughter right in front of like all the friends or whatever like look at my look at my daughter with the with the apron and the big job and <laughs> yes it was good it's kind of cute it's like oh mom (laughs) look i love how she says it too look at my daughter in the apron with the big job and rachel's just glowing she's like oh mom yeah right i love it i love it it's cute uh and then like you know rachel introduces i love this part too like introduces her mom to everybody like but then you have uh like she already knows monica and then it's like oh and you remember ross and ross steps forward to try to shake her hand or something and she goes oh yes hello ross oh (laughs) yeah she must know about the list right do you think or she just doesn't care she she just doesn't care i think that's just her attitude it's like oh yeah yeah i never thought about the list before but till just like right now but yeah i always thought she just didn't care yeah, she she didn't just didn't care. It was like she's very receptive to everybody else. She remembers Monica, but I think she always kind of thought of Ross as just like that guy. I don't think <laughs> she like, thought much of anything about him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Not impressed. It's like because later, obviously, we know that like the Gellers and the Greens knew each other because mm-hmm. the kids all went to school and they were friends, whatever else. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's just like, eh, it's just it's Ross. <laughs> it's just Ross. It's just Ross. But yeah, so they are doing that. And then 
I was going to say they go to the uh, to the apartment, but I feel like there was something else. Uh, sorry. No, you're good. Um, I was going to say, yeah, after the visit at Central Park, then it's at the apartment. They're trying to help Monica with the catering. Oh, yes. And this is like, I actually backed this up because it's kind of funny. You know how the, like, the friends, whenever they look out the window and they see ugly naked guy, it's ugly naked guy. Well, Rachel's mom looks out the window and says, there's an unattractive nude man. <laughs> and it's not that funny. And I was like, wait a minute. And I had to like do the synonyms, like attractive, yes. ugly, nude, naked man, guy, ugly, naked guy. Yes. <laughs> an attractive nude man yes and she has got her little drink and monica is doing stuff in the kitchen rachel is helping like peel something she's helping monica in there as well and rachel's mom is just like oh isn't this great just this girls and oh she says stuff i mean if you remember she's like this is so much fun just as girls and then she's all does anyone have any marijuana <laughs> yeah. and then monica and rachel are like what and like stop peeling and and she's like oh i you know i've just never done it and monica i know i'm screwing that up but monica was like no one is smoking weed around the food as you said, pot. She's like, no, it's smoking pot around all this food. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah. And she's Are like, keeping track of the trivia questions. Cause uh, was that one of the trivia questions? Well, I realized we didn't answer the first one and I was going to add it when, cause we were close to this marijuana okay. one. And I was like, yeah. well, I'll just bring it up when we do that. So, yes. Bam, bam, bam. Mary Jane. <laughs> That is what Rachel's mom wants to do. That's the thing that she's never done before. She's like, oh, I've just, you know, I've never done it. I just, I just thought maybe. And I told you she was ready to live la vida loca. Yeah. Just her and the chicas. Um, <laughs> and the first trivia question was about Mr. Edelman. The two things oh, that's that right. his wife wanted to do before she died. One was the actual answer of she wanted to see everything you know whatever that means see everything yeah see everything and then that second one is the made-up one that he tells phoebe that his wife wanted to sleep with him one more time yeah. trying to get to thebes didn't work well, who would want nice to try to get to thebes? yeah who wouldn't want to mm. except for duncan um. <laughs> so back to the apartment Mrs. Green has dropped this live in La Vida Loca bomb on Rachel and Monica. They're like, what? <laughs> What's going on with you? And she just is having a blast with the girls. And then yeah. it goes into. How do I explain um, this? Like, is there a transition between this happiness and this like, who are you type of woman? And oh yes, there. Okay, here's bomb what bomb drop. Here's what she. Okay, here's what really sets Rachel over the edge. Is her mom 
asks, like asks Monica and Rachel. Oh yeah, I remember now. She says, "So, what's new in sex?" <laughs> and like Rachel's like, Monica's like, "I'm just chopping. Yeah. I'm not listening to anything." And She's got to keep like, going. She's on a deadline. She's just gonna pretend she doesn't hear any of this craziness. She's not getting wrapped up in all this. And <laughs> Rachel's like, "Mom, are you kidding me? Are you like, what's new in sex?" And she's like, "Well, I've only been with your father." So, anyways, they get into this conversation of like, I don't know, like just the differences in their lives, I guess. Maybe. Anyways, it turns out. But she tells she tells Rachel, well, yes. okay, look, I'm considering leaving your father. Yes. That's what, yeah. And so Rachel's like, what? But like you said, it somehow turns into their lives. And cause she's oh, 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 here it is. Uh, she made the comment before the bomb dropped was. Oh crap, I have, I'm having a brain fart. Oh no. Save me, Whitney, save me. I okay. had it. So there's because uh, it was uh, oh, not that stupid what's new in sex. No, that was that was when okay, I may have messed this up actually, because like Okay, so when what's her name, Mrs. Green is talking about how fun all this is, she says, This is what I want. And you as the viewer kind of expect a little more in that sentence and Rachel asks what you're thinking kind of like for me right because she had said oh you know mom I'm sorry that I didn't marry Barry and live in the suburbs with all the security and I think when they say that it's at Rachel's apartment maybe uh, it wasn't at Central Park and you know, and her mom's like, no, no, I'm so proud of you. This is great. She's like, this is what I want. But she didn't say she wanted it for Rachel. And so Rachel seeks that clarification. And her mom tells her, I'm considering leaving your father. And it's just like, what on earth? And then, you know, she asks the lady, so what's new in sex? Rachel's like, that's it. I can't take this anymore. Like, what is wrong with you? And what do you want from me? And her mom is telling her oh because Rachel's like you just you come in here what do you want from me you drop this bomb you haven't even told dad yet what do you want from me do you want me to talk you out of it her mom's like no she's like do you want me to give my approval for this and she's like no because she had already asked the question what's new in sex and she's like well don't and she's like what the hell are you talking about why are you gonna ask that she's like oh i've only been with your father i just thought you know what's up and so she tells rachel i thought you would understand yeah and so rachel's like all of this craziness from her mom in these past few minutes and she's like why on earth would I understand? Like, what mm. makes you think that I would understand you wanting to leave my father? Yes. She didn't use those words, but that is the sentiment. Because she did ask, why on earth would I understand? Why on earth would you think I would understand? And, you know, 
I was with Rachel up to this point, and then her mom just says something and kind of really hits your heart. Uh-huh. And she goes, you didn't marry your Barry, honey, but I married mine. <laughs> it's just like, <gasps> Oh, because earlier in the episode, I think at one point she said that she went from her father's house to the sorority house to her husband's husband's. house. So it's like, it was like, bam, bam, bam. It's like, she basically had her life kind of mapped out a little bit. And there's always somebody watching out for her and taking taking care of her. her. She never Um, had the job. She never had mm -hmm. the independence. She never had like, you know. She Just did that marry time of her life where she got to do whatever she wanted to do. And she did marry a doctor. So, you know, she did not have to work and she did not. So her father provided for her. And then after that, she was in college in the sorority house. So I'm imagining, I don't know if all those girls clean their own rooms and stuff or the whole place, but you know, she had all these buddies there. It wasn't just her in her right. own apartment, you know, paying bills and taking care of yourself, taking yeah. care, you know, so you had all the buddies. So even if they did take care of the house and they weren't alone, they were doing it together with other ladies and oh, it's so fun. And then you get married and you move in with this. I'm like, with this man, you move in with your husband <laughs> and you move some in guy, with this random guy, <laughs> you move in with some guy. <laughs> I am some guy. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Green. (laughs) So, you know, she got to go on and not worry. She did her shopping thing. She did a girlfriend thing, but she never did the independence thing. Yeah. And now it's like, wow, look at my daughter with the apron and the big job job. she's doing the independent thing well she's also like living in the city and she's you know has a roommate and she helps pay bills and does a you know i mean it it is the big job you know being able to make money to you know support yourself and like yeah and like monica said in episode one you know, Rachel's in the real world. You're going to yeah. love it. It sucks. Or like, it sucks. You're going to love I'll it. Love it. Yeah. You know, so you're going to love it. You're going to hate it. It's going to be hard, but it's in all of that. And with your friends, you got that camaraderie. Like you are doing good. You are. You're going to be fine. Yes. You're going to be a grown up. It's going to be fine. So she's super proud of Rachel, her independent daughter. Yep. So good and for that her. Was a moment. Yeah, and we can totally. Oh, and it kind of it kind of knocked the like the wind out of Rachel's sails whenever she said that. It's like, yes, you know, you marry or you didn't marry your Barry, but I married mine, and it kind of hit home to Rachel that like if she's equating like her father to Barry, then yeah, of course you would understand. Mm-hmm. She knew she would be well taken care of. She wouldn't even have to work. He's even a doctor. Uh, no worries. There's your security, your very nice house and your very nice neighborhood. And, and your, uh, as we learn later, your nannies to take care of your children. <laughs> yes. It's like you're a yeah. person. <laughs> Great future episode. But yeah. when she says that, like you said, knocks the wind out of Rachel and we 
totally understand it now. This is why she thinks Rachel would understand. And we all agree, Rachel was right not to marry Barry. Marry Barry, yep. And then, bam, we're on the other side of it. It's like, oh, life is not always so simple. It's not always black and white, kids. Not always. You just do the best you can, man. You just do the best you can. (laughs) So there we go. And we're just going to leave it at that, kids. That is going to be part one of episode 35. And next week, Whitney and I will be back for part two of episode 35, the one with the lesbian wedding. Be sure to like and subscribe so you will be alerted to a new episode when it is released. Your shares and your subscriptions is what enables us to keep coming back. So share this episode, share with your friends, like, leave a five-star review, and comment if you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to check out the previous ones that you may have missed, and we will see you next week for part two. Da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Da-na-na-na-na.